We'd like for you to join us on Thursday or either Sunday. Thursday, the time is 7.15. Sunday is morning at 8 a.m. Come be a part. Come grow with us as we grow with you. How many of you know that in biblical days that Israel had a great contract with God? But what Israel fell short on, they did not keep the contract. And every person that did not keep the contract died and lost their promise. How many of you understand that? Amen? Amen. That's why we got to make sure we understand what we're going to be talking about today. How many of you understand that this word is a big word for the Christian community, but we don't really get it yet? Covenant. Covenant. How many of you understand that we have a covenant God? Our God? If you look through the Bible and you study that God always worked with covenant. And in that covenant, we have terms to keep. Amen? Whether we're a child or an adult, we have terms to keep. In the Old Testament, it said very plainly, the first testament with promise was, children, obey your parents so that our days will be long. How many of you know that I have buried many a children from one year old to one week old all the way to 18 years old and laid them to rest so that their days may be long. Don't think all your selfish ways and all your attitudes and all your talking back don't count against you, even as children. Do you hear what I'm saying? Children, obey your parents so that your days will be long. It's not that mama and daddy is trying to trouble you. It's because they're trying to keep you on the right path. Do you get it? Covenant. We serve a covenant God. But some days we forget that and break the covenant. Israel lost their promise because they broke the covenant. How many of you know we're going to work that today? Amen. A new covenant found on a better promise. Remember, we talked about the high priest last week, right? He is the mediator of this new covenant, our arbitrator, like we said in Bible study. Amen? He is the one that our go-between. Many of you work on jobs, right? Adults, you know what an arbitrator is, right? Most companies today, when you first get hired, they make you sign a paper that you'll go to arbitration, amen? Because why? This person is supposed to be an expert. And that's the same way with the gospel. We got an arbitrator who is an expert. You know why he's an expert? Because he knows the law front and back. Why? He is the only man that completed the law. So now he knew exactly what to go to God for and ask for for us. Oh, you missed that. He's not ignorant of nothing. He's not ignorant that we get weak sometimes. He's not ignorant that we have weaknesses. So he knows exactly how to ask God. Amen. That's some kind of arbitrator, ain't it? An expert. Do you hear what I'm saying today? Get your Bibles out for me. We're going to do a little reading. I'm going to read two scriptures, two verses. I'm not going to go down the whole thing, but when you go home, Hebrews 8. Read Hebrews 8, 
through 13. That's what we're going to be working out. So you read it for yourself and see exactly what you're walking in right now. You in covenant right now. But are you keeping it? That's the word. Why is I'm so unhappy? Why is I'm struggling so much? Have you ever sat down and said, maybe I'm breaking my covenant? But the point is, if you're breaking your covenant, you don't have to argue about it. You need to shut up and let your arbitrator handle it and get you back in line. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's what he's there for, amen? We can't explain why we mess up, can we? Come on now, come on, look at yourself. I can't explain why I mess up, can I? But somehow it just happens, amen? That's why we need an arbitrator. Do you hear what I'm saying today? You got it? If you got it, stand on your feet, Hebrews 8, and I'm going to read the 6th verse, and I'm going to read the 10th verse, amen? I'm going to make sure I take my time on this, amen? You can follow along or you can read with me, amen? Now it says in the NLT version, if you got it, NLT version, I'm going to read. It follows on the line of the NIV version, but it's slightly, slightly different from the King James because it's what? In plain English, amen? Everybody ready? But now Jesus, our high priest, our high priest has been given a ministry that is far superior to the old priests. For he is the one who mediates for us a far better covenant with God. Let me say that again. A far better covenant with God. Do you hear me say that? Based on a better promise. People, you don't know how much you're wasting. A better promise, amen. Now jump down to 10. Jump down to 10. But this is the new covenant. We in something new, y'all. We in something new. This is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel on that day. On that day, with the people of Israel. Hmm, that don't sound like me. That sound like just with Israel. I'm gonna explain that to you today. How that covenant covers the church. Amen? Hmm, say the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God. I mean, you're looking for a God. I mean, you're looking for something that is superior, something that is true, amen? And they will be my people. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Most heavenly and righteous Father, Lord, as we go into your word, we just ask right now in the name of Jesus that you open up all our understanding, dear Heavenly Father God, that we get this, dear Heavenly Father God. It's been too long, dear Heavenly Father God, in this wilderness. Lord, we're not wilderness children, but we're covenant children, Lord. And we want to learn how to walk in that covenant and that promise. In Jesus' name, and the people said, you may be seated. Reason why I said I wanted the children to know this, there's more to the gospel than meet the eye. Amen? That's why you got to understand that you serve a covenant God. If you really had to identify God, you should know he's a covenant God. It starts what? In the garden, the Adam covenant. Amen? God had agreement with Adam. What did Adam do? He messed up that agreement. 
God had agreement with Abraham. What did Abraham do? Messed up that agreement. God had a covenant with Moses. What did Moses do? Well, I ain't gonna talk about it. God had a covenant with David. What did David do? Oh, scratch my head on that one. Now, you gotta understand, we come into the area of the new covenant made with Jesus. But what did Jesus do? He fulfilled it. He completed. That's why you got a better covenant and a better promise because there's no flaws in it. It will do exactly what he says. Some of you children is hitting 12 and 13. How I many of you know you truly is responsible for your sins? Your mouth, your actions, God see it. And guess what? He keeps a book in heaven about it. Mama might have forgot it, but if you didn't ask God to forgive it, you still carrying it. Hmm. Man, it got quiet on me on that one. How many of you understand that a covenant is agreement between two parties, amen? The party is what? God and man, amen? Now we're going to talk about a flawless covenant because why? Two people can go in covenant together and make the terms together. That's what we call just a regular covenant, amen? That's like marriage. Oh, boy. Amen? We know that we get together in marriage and we made a covenant for better and for worse. Till death do us part, or you get on my nerves. We should add that in. Amen? Somebody help me here. Amen? That's a covenant. Amen? Because you're making a promise to one another. Amen? Hmm, let's think of that. But note a significant fact. The new covenant of God is the what? God's covenant. God's covenant. That's just like the Ten Commandments. God set them in place. Some people look at the Ten Commandments, well, something must have been wrong if God had to make a new. No, the flaw was you. The terms was solid. It was pulled to bring the people closer to God. How many of you know that even in the New Covenant, we struggling with getting closer to God? Sometimes in a relationship, we see that the flaw is us, but we don't want to admit it. Do you hear what I'm saying? Man has absolutely nothing to do with the terms of this covenant. It is a covenant between God and man, but the terms are set exclusively by God. How I many you know God knows exactly what you need? Some of you don't need Alexis because you ain't going to even clean it. You're going to drive around and your Lexus is going to be looking raggedy. And it's supposed to be a luxury car and it's going to have one hubcap and a, I'm going to leave that alone. Amen? So God is going to give you what you need. Amen? When you reach Lexus status, that's okay. I, I say go with it. Amen? Because you're going to take care of it. Amen? But the best part about it, if you reach that status, you ain't going to put it before God. If God tells you to use it for the church van, they just be riding in luxury. Amen? But when it's just for you, they ain't getting in my car. 
Amen? Amen. Come on now. Let, come on, let's face reality. It's all right to have things. But there is a covenant where both parties set the terms in agreement. That's what we call marriage. Amen? Set the terms in agreement. You know that night that you was looking at her and you looking at them young kids, you're going to come to this moment. I love you. That's why you better learn about sex. You're setting the covenant there. Mm, it's two individuals coming together. And then once you join together, you become one. So you better learn what you're dipping in. I'll leave that alone. I got to be G-rated. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen? Y'all better get your minds out of the gutter and get it on God. Amen? Amen. Bring something on yourself that you don't want. Amen? Amen. Think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it. Come on, think about it. Yeah, you look cute in your little, well, I don't know what they call them today, that little tight dress or skirt. You gotta, you look cute, but you better keep something pulled down. You, do you hear what I'm saying? Amen, same one with boys, amen. Skinny jeans might look nice, but they better be skinny on your tail. Uh oh, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm getting ready to get too radical here. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. Hear what I'm saying. Amen covenant now there's a covenant where one party set set the terms that's the covenant I'm talking about today these terms wasn't set by man they were set by God but we said in agreement that we will do what we will do what obey the terms amen how did we say that when you, we ask Jesus Christ in our life to be our Lord and Savior. Remember, he's your advocate, so he's going before God and what? Talking to God on your behalf. That's why, Lord, I need saving from this situation. So you, my Savior and my advocate is going what? He got some good words for me. Amen? Not just for me, but for God. That's why we got to learn how to shut our mouths. You know, the dangerous word in the Bible, if you look at it and study any theological writings, but, but, you know I would, but, that but gets you in a lot of trouble. I'm not talking about the derriere you sitting on neither. Amen? It gets you in a lot of trouble. Do you hear me today? Amen. We have some terms and we got to start recognizing those terms. But both parties agree to them. The kind of covenant is usually called a will or a testimony. See us as parents, we set our will in place. We don't let our kids dictate our will. And then we show them our will. If they get upset, Oh, well, two snaps and a bag of potato chips. This is what it says. Amen? I'm going to give you what you deserve. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's the same way with God. I'm setting a will and testimony for you. You keep asking for all this big stuff. But do you deserve it? Do you deserve it? Hmm. One young lady told me we was talking about her mother. I'm going to use you. Yeah, baby, I'm going to use you. Uh-huh. I'm going to use you. 
I said, go ahead and do something for your mother. Well, I'm trying to eat, I'm trying to do this. I said, well, your mother go to work for you to cook, put clothes on your back, to feed you and everything else. And you know, that's all she asked you to go get that. Well, I go to school. Oh, I got them founded, huh? That's for your benefit to educate you to get a job, amen? Now, when you get a little older and get that job, mama can ask for her nails done. I want to get my toes done too. Amen? Now you're benefiting her too, right? But there's terms to being a child. Y'all get it? There's terms to be a child. What is you was back in the day of slavery? And you was a child. I want you to put this picture in your mind. Amen? Or an immigrant. And you was a child. And mama and daddy was getting up at the crocket, cracker, not even the crack of dawn, four o'clock in the morning to get ready so they can get to the field. And you know how you do today? Well, I, I, I want to sleep in. Uh-uh. The whole family was rising up if they was at the working age to head for the field because master was expecting us or either the farm worker was expecting us and the truck would be here exactly at five o'clock and you gotta be on the truck or you didn't make no money, amen? And then if you didn't make no money, you didn't eat. Oh, y'all got luxuries today, huh? Y'all get to wake up at 12, one, stang, stumble in the kitchen, eat some leftovers and go right back to bed. <laughs> Unless my girl called me, huh? Hey girl, I'm just sleeping. Hmm? Think about it. And as adults have got so lackadaisical about it that we don't remind them about the terms of the covenant in our house. I went to a football game too this year. I usually don't go out that much, but I say I was gonna go watch, you know, the football game, you know, high school. I tell you. I thought I was in one of the bars back over in Korea somewhere because them kids cuss like sailors. Oh my goodness, I like, sheesh. Huh? I thought I was hanging back overseas somewhere with a bunch of drunken sailors. One sentence could not start without F. And I'm not talking about fun either. Y'all know what I mean, don't you? Or either B, huh? Or either N. I was like, man! My nigga, what the? What do you even know about that fight? To not to be called that word, what do you even know about that struggle? Now, see, y'all thinking I'm talking about all minorities. No, my pale skinned brothers was the same way. This is all kids. Do you hear what I'm saying? Hmm? I ain't never seen so many young girls disrespected and all they doing. <laughs> Boy, you better be glad I ain't your daddy because I would have smacked you and him too. Do you understand what I'm saying? We need to get back to understanding God's covenant so we can set a covenant in our house. In our house. In our house. You better understand, maybe that's why they say I'm mean. But man accept the conditions 
and vow to obey the terms of God's covenant or the law. Somebody get for me Jeremiah 7.23. Get that for me. Get that for me. I, I got to show you something. I ain't going to jump over this. How many of you, when you said, how many, how many of you accept Jesus Christ into your life? Give me a wave. So you signed your name on that covenant, right? Okay, we're going to work with this thing. Amen? How you know, I mean, you understand, I still got to keep my covenant even when times is bad. Even when I'm feeling low. Even when, guess what, I just got fired off my job. I got to keep my covenant. I'm struggling right now. I'm trying to get my kids to understand, but they're paying me no mind. I still got to keep my covenant. Amen? My wife want to go direct one direction, I'm going another direction. I still got to keep my covenant. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody got that for me? We, we got a loose mic around here. Somebody throw them a mic. Get, get them a mic. I want everybody to hear this. Jeremiah 7.23. 7.23. Jeremiah 7.23. Yeah. Amen? No, children. How many of you know, understand that God made a place for us? A place for us. But we got to understand the terms. The term of being a kid, a terms to being a teenager, terms to being an adult, terms of being a husband, a terms to being a wife, and terms to being a child of God. Our God is a covenant God. You got it? Come on, read it for me, Miss Tiana. Is that pretty simple? Obey me. You ever heard the term you'll mess up a mayonnaise sandwich? <laughs> There's only two things involved, the bread and the mayonnaise. <laughs> and you'll mess that up, amen? You'll give me the sandwich and don't put no mayonnaise on it. I didn't follow the terms of making that mayonnaise sandwich. So what's going wrong in your life? You better check your terms. God is not no on-fence God. Let me say that again. God is not no on-fence God. Well, I could do this, but then I'll come to church and play holy on Sunday. God is not no on-fence God. Either you're hot or you're cold. Do you hear me? Hmm. So we, when you said, do you want to give your life to Jesus Christ? Yes. Yes, I want to give my life. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I take you into my heart. I give you everything. I want you to be my all. I want you to be my all. Thank you, Lord. Did you feel that feeling? Oh, yes. Then you walk out the door. Forget you! That's what we just told God, forget you. I took you as my savior, but my attitude dictate how I'm feeling that I really didn't receive what I just said. So I'm able to tell anybody because no matter whether there's another person, you remember man is made in the image of God, same as women. Right. 
So now, as I on, I got to do what? Overlook their flaws. Because why? I'm a flawed individual too. That's why I needed a savior. That's why I took him into my heart because I knew I could do this by myself because I kept messing up this plan, amen? I kept thinking, you know how we get when we get 18, I'm grown. I'm grown. Hmm? Well, you go get you some soap powder and you make all your meals, you get yourself where you need to go and you pay for everything you need. And then you still ain't grown because you need to learn. Do you hear what I'm saying, amen? We gotta understand that we serve a covenant God and God has set conditions for us, even as adults, amen? That's what us parents, we, we gotta stop letting our children do every damnable thing there is, for they outgrow it. I don't want them to miss out when you find little Becky on drugs or either strung out on alcohol, you wonder what happened. She was a good little church going girl. He was a good little church boy. But now you're seeing him on Crack Street Alley. Somebody better lay down some covenants. Amen? For as me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen? That is a covenant right there. For as me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, I ain't go bypass nothing just because of your feelings. Yeah, I respect your feelings, but I also know the word of God. Amen. How can I say this? I had a daughter come to me and tell me I'm gay. I said, okay, you can be gay all you want, but you can't be gay with me. Did I throw out? No, I didn't. You say, no, because I'm going to let God work. Now she chose to leave. But I say, you won't bring that mess up in this house. This is a covenant house. And guess what? Now she ain't gay no more. Hmm. I wonder what happened there. They say this is a lifetime thing. Once you get it, you always is, huh? You born this way. Somebody's lying. It's what you accept and what God gave you the power to overcome. That's in the covenant. That's what we're going to talk about now. It's what you accept and what you have the power to overcome. My son coming in drunk? Nah, that ain't going to happen. I'm going to make him get up and then I'm going to turn on the stereo nice and loud. <laughs> and give him all kind of work, amen? Nah, I ain't going to tell him, now nah, you're a man. No, nah, now nah, you're a fool. Because you're getting ready to run into some problems. Let me stop this. Let me stop this. I got to be good. I got to be good. Okay, let me come down. Calm down. Say, calm down. Calm down. You're getting too worked up, Pastor. Calm down. Now, when you set your covenant, you need to make sure you're doing the right thing. That you're not irritating your kids and causing them wrath. That's why we need an arbitrator. Amen? A mediator. Because sometimes what comes out of us, not good neither. You hear me, parents? Sometimes we get a little too strict and don't let our kids become who God called them to be. Amen? So that's why we need Jesus. Why do we need the works of Jesus? 
for the simple fact, Jesus got to take them through some wilderness to get them into the promised land. You can't bring them into the promised land. That's why he killed every adult before they went into the promised land because he wanted to take them in his way. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. So it's time to cut the cord. Amen. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. If you lost somebody in this way, pray about it. Because you got somebody that you need to work in their life right now so that they don't be lost the same way. Do you hear me, parents? Don't think that you have failed or lost again. No, you just here for the second phase of it. Because you had kids, but now you got grandkids. And if you live long enough, you're going to have great-grands. Amen? So guess what? What I miss with my kids, I'm going to pour into my grandkids. Do you hear what I'm saying? Your job ain't never done. Amen? Or my nieces, my nephews, my great nieces, my great nephews, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm pointing, even if my neighbor kid is around, guess what? Come here, I'm going to feed you this. I mean, you know, when we got colds in the old days and everybody was in the room together and we all slept over and we all got up coughing, he with cast oil. I dare you to say, I don't live here. You can't give me no cast oil. I give it to your mama too. That's what my mama's response would be. I don't give it to you and I give it to your mama too. Call her up. Tell her, come on over here. When y'all gonna have some holy boldness? Hmm? Arbitrator. One who mediates with God for man. Why do we need Jesus' work? We don't know at all. But he does. So now before I make this decision, before I set my covenant in place, I need a what? A mediator to make sure I'm on the right track. That's why I got to shut up and read a little bit and find out God's way. Not set up my way. If you do it the right way, your kids won't even know they missed something. Amen? That was in the world. They won't even crave what the world trying to offer because it's too good over here. Amen? See, we never ran to McDonald's and Burger King and all that stuff because my mama knew how to cook. Amen? You smelled it in the kitchen. You want to go get a hamburger? No, nah, I want some of that. Amen? They laugh at what we used to eat. Oh, man, some pig feet. Amen? Some black-eyed peas, some greens. Amen? Uh, some lamb. Amen? Yeah, we ate Bammy. Amen? Some deer meat. All kind of good stuff. Amen? Do you understand what I'm saying? And when we ate, we was full, and we always went back for seconds. But think about it, y'all. Now all your kids know to say, you got any coupons? <laughs> I want a Happy Meal. Didn't I just go? I want a Happy Meal. <laughs> no, you're going to eat this. No, I ain't going to eat it. I ain't going to eat that. All right, their first response is, like Christina, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> hmm? That's nasty. You ain't even tasted it yet. That's nasty. Just look at it. It's nasty. Well, you really saw how that burger was made. Mmm, I'm going to leave that alone. Let me get back to work here. 
Man and accept the conditions. You accept the conditions of what God said. When you came to this altar and received Jesus Christ as your Savior, you were saying, I accept the conditions of what is laid down in the Bible for me and the conditions that it tells me that's what I will follow. Amen? Now, that's now why we're talking about the new one, because why? The new cancel out the old. Amen? So it's not about you learning the Ten Commandments, amen? There's a brand new condition that God has set for mankind. Why? Because we could not keep the Ten Commandments. The children of Israel failed in that. So who are you to think that you're going to complete it? That's why it says in the Bible that when Jesus went to the cross, he fulfilled it. He fulfilled it for you and then gave it to you as a gift to keep you through salvation. So when you love Jesus and do what Jesus say, you're keeping the Ten Commandments because you couldn't do it on your own. You couldn't do it on your own. That's why it's said that and the one verse we say, take my yoke upon you. And the next line is learn of me what I have already done for you. So why are you going to go back? Let me ask you this. Right now, if you own a house, right now, if you got a mortgage, if you don't, but if God come and pay off your house, is you going to come back and say, no, God, I'm going to pay it off. That's okay. I'm going to pay it off. That's how selfish some of us is that God is trying to do something for us and we don't understand that he's trying to do it for us. That's why we need an arbitrator. And he says, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. My father agreed to this. My father agreed to forgive your sins. My father agreed to cast all that dirt you done in the sea of forgetfulness. Shut your mouth. Lord, you know, I just needed to say it, Lord. I, I just needed to tell it. Shut your mouth. I didn't freed you. I didn't set you free. I'm moving you past this issue. But you keeping it alive because you won't trust your arbitrator. I just need to speak. You just don't know how bad I was. Yes, I, oh, Jesus, yes. That's why I agreed to be your arbitrator because nobody else wanted you. Because mm. they was going to hold you to the world standard, amen? But guess what? I'm going to hold you to what my father's standard, amen? And so I can talk on your behalf long as you shut up and learn my covenant. You get my point? Learn my covenant. Now, you know, that was the first part. Now let's get to 10. You know where it says that Unto Israel. Let me let me go to it. Let me go to it. Let me let me go to it. I want you to make sure you get this phrase because the enemy tries to use it against us all day. But this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel. You know, some people when they interpret the Bible try to change things around. No, that is exactly what the phrase mean. So in the church. We have came up with another phrase to counter that phrase to make us think that God was talking about us. We're the spiritual Israel. No, we're not. No, we're not. I'm going to show you in scripture. No, we're not. We get a spiritual blessing from 
through Abraham and through the seed, but where is the church is not the spiritual Israel. I'm sorry, I just killed some of y'all funk. No, we're not. How many of you know that God did not forget us? God did not forget us. That promise there is directly to Israel. Directly to Israel. So what happened? What happened then? What happened then? What happened then? They blew it. The promise came and they did not receive it and reject even the messenger. So when you took God's hand for your Lord and Savior, he made you a promise. But when he sent you a message, you better receive it and don't reject it. Because guess what? You just violated the covenant. When he told you, no, nah, don't marry him. He got one tooth and uh-uh, leave him alone. Ah, <laughs> oh, but he makes me happy. <laughs> he bring me chocolates. <laughs> and he got a car. I'm tired of walking. He got a car. And he always got money because, you know, I'm, I'm not no solid eating sister. I need somebody to be able to buy me some Big Macs. Amen? And so now we, we, we use that for the criteria of accepting somebody. Amen? What y'all know about that, fellas? Now think about it. How many times you violated the covenant like Israel? So why you want to be something that is always getting blessed. Wait a minute now, hold on now. Something that's always getting blessed, but counteracting that blessing with disobedience. Some of you don't even see that in your life. You forever getting blessed, but you always countering that blessing with disobedience and then losing it. Then holler, God, why me? Why me, God? I broke the terms of my covenant. That's all you got to tell yourself. So I need to get this right. God ain't done with me. God ain't forgot me. God has not forgotten you as a Gentile. That's why the promise was laid down there. But you got to understand before you can understand the promise, there's something else at work. Amen? Something else at work. God had a divine plan. A divine plan. A divine plan. Now I'm going to have to stop there. Next we're going to tell you about the divine plan and how you come together in this covenant. It shows you in the Bible. No, no, I ain't making up nothing. I ain't going to call you spiritual Israel. I ain't going to make up nothing. Trying to get you to feel good. <laughs> I spiritual Israel. No. You who you are. And God ain't forgot you in his covenant. He ain't forgot you. So you ain't got to take second seat to Israel. You keep putting Israel over you, but no, yeah, they God chosen people. But how many of you know that once you got A's, but somehow you can start flunking out? And you show they ain't going to be on the honor roll if you start flunking out. Because you didn't maintain your A, right? Some, some of us ain't maintaining our Christianity. Think about it. But God had a divine plan. 
And what did you have to do to maintain an A? A little thing that I, I know I hated it called studying. Even just to be average, you need to what? Study a little bit. But somehow my friends talked me into that party, talked me into going here, talked me into that, talked me into that. And all of a sudden, my parents asked, well, why your grades go down? Oh, uh, ain't that y'all favorite answer? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. That teacher don't like me. That teacher don't like me. They, they racist. They got, a, they got a, a plot going on against me, you know. They, they just waited for me to come up in their class, and all of a sudden, they got a plot against me, amen? Like one of those good chronicle files, huh? They know I'm black. I guess everybody do if they look at you, amen? No, you just ain't maintaining, amen? She always got attitude with me. Well, I walked up in her class. She was chewing, I was chewing gum. I'm talking to my girlfriends as loud as I can be, and then I'm trying to text. Hmm? And she just telling me you don't do that in class. Now, I got attitude because my mama bought me this phone. So that gave me a right to do all that I want to do because my mama bought me this. So my daddy bought me. I'll tell my daddy on you, huh? Let me leave that alone. Let me leave that alone. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? But you're breaking your covenant. You've been blessed to be in somebody's class in somebody's position and to sit in a warm classroom and be able to learn and graph off that learning and then get your creativity started so that you can move farther in the world. But you got attitude. And your attitude kicks you right out of God's divine plan. Stand to your feet. Come on. Y'all.